Pure Dog Talk is the voice of purebred dogs. We talk to the legends of the sport and give you the tips and tools to create an awesome life with your purebred dog. From showing to preservation breeding, from competitive obedience to field work, from agility to therapy dogs, and all the fun in between, your passion is our purpose. So, hey crew, new year, new decade, let's have some new Pure Dog Talk promos while we're at it, shall we? Alright, our patrons group continues to grow and thrive. It's like the NPR of dogdom, it's so cool. And Pure Dog Talk offers you, my loyal listeners, an opportunity to get in on the fun. Pure Dog Talk patrons are invited to join a closed Facebook chat group just for you. And I promise you, no drama mamas, no keyboard warriors, just fabulous, supportive, pure dog talk fans. That's it. Each month, I pick a photo submitted by our patrons group to be the cover image on the Facebook page. You guys have seen it. And anybody with a quick question gets immediate feedback from moi personally, as well as input from the array of patron group members. Pretty fun. The patrons group also gets first dibs on podcast topic suggestions. So if you have something you want to hear about, that's a good way to do it. And to celebrate the new year, I'm adding a whole new technological challenge to my life. Oh my God. I will be hosting Facebook live discussions for patrons only on the final Monday of each month from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time zone. Y'all join us from wherever you are, but that's when they'll be. Just a few of our planned topics of conversation include advertising on a shoestring budget. (laughs) Yeah, trust me, we can talk about that. Campaigning a special just for runner handlers. Problem solving the stack. Tricks of the trade for grooming. Like, what products do I like or anybody else like? Open mic, Q&As, all that kind of stuff. What you guys need to know is that the generosity of Pure Dog Talk's patrons is literally what keeps the MP3s running here. The money is set aside exclusively for overhead and operational expenses. That's it. Now, I'm incredibly grateful to our corporate sponsors. You have no idea. They have the dedication to purebred dogs and the resources to ensure that Pure Dog Talk remains a powerful voice for purebred dogs. That you guys, y'all believed in this mission and you've supported it from the beginning. You are the heart and soul of my crusade to provide all purebred dog lovers a constantly growing, challenging treasure trove of knowledge in a 21st century format. Like a real world. So... Just click the Be My Patron on Podbean button on the website. It's quick, it's easy, it's secure. And I hope to see all of you on the next Facebook Live chat. Hello and welcome to Dog Show Mentor and Pure Dog Talk teaming up, the Lee and Laura Show. Hi, Laura, how are you? I'm great, Lee. How are you doing? I don't know whether I should say welcome to you or you should say welcome to me. This is the Lee and Laura show. And so we're welcoming each other and our listeners. 
And so I'll do my bit. Welcome to Pure Dog Talk. I'm your host, Laura Reeves, joining up with dog show mentor and Lee Whittier. All right. And we are broadcasting from Vancouver, Washington today. So we are in the Zoom room. And Grants Pass, Oregon. And Grants Pass. Got you immersed in judging. I just lost the last one of my spring assignments. So hopefully we'll be able to do more of this next year. I think we will. And I think this is a time for us to be a little introspective and see what it is that we're trying to do in our lives and what our goals are. And for me, it's been really slowing down to being home more, being just with my home dogs and my husband and my farm and being here and being present with what is and trying to accept the things I cannot control. You know, the serenity prayer is going to come in (laughs) to play for a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm laughing because social distancing basically is what I've been doing for the last year and a half, right? So I retired from handling and I do the pure dog talk full time. And other than a few judging assignments and popping my head in at a few dog shows, I've been practicing for this day for, (laughs) you know, I have a lot of good tips for people that are not accustomed to, you know, never leaving the house. Remember to take a shower. I mean, (laughs) always get dressed in the morning. Are you wearing pants? You know, things like that. I said before I came on, I was like, wow, I'm putting on makeup. This is the first time I've done this since the garden, for God's sake. (laughs) Just like regular folks. So I loved it, Laura, when you brought this to my attention and showed me that you were going to do a sweepstakes. I thought that sounded like a fun idea. Yes. And then we sort of fell into, why don't we do a co-show where we brainstorm a little bit about how to help the dog show community get through this for people not like us who aren't used to staying at home. Exactly. January was a crazy month for me. I was gone every weekend judging or sharing a show. Then I did slow down purposefully in February. My trip to Trinidad to judge Rottweiler's show was canceled. They were on lockdown before anyone else. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm going to be here and have more time to spend focusing on the community from afar, as you say. Social distancing. Mm -hmm. The thing that we need to all, my opinion, we all need to remember, dog people are tough. We are, generally speaking, I think, tougher than the average bear. And we are creative and we are smart and we will be okay. And I think that is so important to get to that place. And I saw something social media wise recently about this is like a grieving process, right? Like what place in the grieving process are you? And there's anger and there's sorrow and there's frustration, you know, that whole process. And I thought that's actually really accurate in terms of how people are approaching this. And a lot of the people that I talk to, they're still at anger. And anger, it's not a useful emotion. It's an understandable one, but it doesn't solve anything, right? And the sooner we can get past that and focused on, yes, we're sad, but what are we going to do to be proactive, I think is going to be very, very important for a lot of people. So 
a couple of the things that we talked about in terms of being proactive were what people were going to do to make a little extra money during yes. this time, particularly yep. the handlers. Right. Professional handlers and also members of our community who run boarding and grooming facilities. These are like the most immediately and directly impacted right this minute and how we can help them, whether it's we pay it forward, right? Like pay your monthly bill for April, even though you're not going to a dog show with the idea that, you know, maybe April next year, maybe you are able to figure out a way to put a sliding scale or, you know, any of those sorts of things. If people are still working from home or what have you and able to support the people in the community whose sole living is supporting this sport. I see that coming in the grooming sector, uh, mm -hmm. you know, pay your groomer ahead. How do you see that happening in the boarding sector? I think it's going to be a lot of really creative thinking on people's parts. Buy gift certificates was a great one that I saw. So you buy a gift certificate now from your boarding kennel for future boarding. The whole point of this is cash flow. Just like we're trying to flatten the curve of not having all of the people sick at the same time, we need to do something almost like you would think about averaging your electric bill, right? People are familiar with that concept where you, instead of paying $500 in January and $50 in April, you pay $200 every month each year, all year long. And that kind of averaging concept, I think, is something that could be employed by boarding facilities. Maybe not entirely, but that kind of a concept. I think that's a great idea, Laura. I had not yeah. seen that one. And then we've got vendors. There's the same thing. I think, and I've said this for years, don't buy your stuff at Amazon. Okay? Don't save 50 cents to buy it at Amazon. Go to the website for three C's or Savvy Dog or Cherry Knoll or any of our dog show vendors and order from them. You still need to get shampoo or a comb or a leash or a whatever. Anytime you need to buy a dog thing, order it from our dog show vendors. Exactly. And if vendors don't have a website and you know who they are, get in touch with them yeah. and ask them, can I buy from you online and pay you right. on PayPal or on Stripe? Right. Photographers, that's another tough one. But think about gift certificates. Think about maybe setting up photo shoots. If you are in the group of our world that is still employed and receiving money, now's the time to work with the people in your circle to help keep all the boats afloat. So how are we identifying some of the people who are struggling if they don't come forward, Laura? That is a really, really great point. And I want to emphasize it because I had a number of conversations with people yesterday and this is one that kind of was not only brought to my attention like someone said and there's this but I also just noticed it there's a lot of pride in our community it goes with that toughness that independence of spirit all of those things right people are proud and they're not going to ask for help even maybe if they need it and so if you see your handler offering a training class or a grooming clinic or 
anything like that, or even if it's not someone you use as a handler, maybe it's just someone you know in the dog show and it's close to you and you're able to, please, if you're able, support those people. They are trying to earn their money. There are not GoFundMe accounts out here for these folks, right? These people have pride in the work that they do and they want to be paid to do good work, whether that work is teaching, brushing your drop-coated jog, maintaining your terrier in trim, whatever it is, they want to be paid. They want to earn the money that they're given. They really don't like the thought of having to ask for help. I was thinking that for people who do handling classes, Mm -hmm. people can set up their own phone and share it and for the usual $10, you know, set up their phone, uh, do their thing similar to what you're going to do, only get help from their handling class instructor on what to do and maybe even get more than they might get in a regular class. I mean, think about that. You know, they have all the attention and say maybe they're allotted eight minutes you can do a heck of a lot in five minutes, right. let alone eight minutes. I work with people sometimes in five-minute increments for questions, and we get a ton done in a very short period of time. So you know, if you get eight minutes from your handling instructor from a video that you took, mm-hmm. or maybe you're live on FaceTime, mm-hmm. you know, offer that person. Just you know, say, okay, I'm going to pay you on PayPal, and right. then... Give them an extra, if used to paying 10 bucks for your handling class, give them an extra five. I think that's really importantly to think about the idea that many of us are going to be in a tight spot. So there's the people who still have incomes that are working from home. Then there's the people who don't have incomes for whatever reason, their job is gone or they are looking at unemployment or all of these things they are in an industry that is struggling, whatever the situation is many of us will be able to afford $5 where we wouldn't be able to afford 50, right? So any little bit helps. And I think that that is the way to think about this. And I think we are all going to, like you've been doing webinars. I'm still not very good at that. Like this Zoom room thing, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to get better at this, right? <laughs> Curious, you know, Facebook really Live. Fun. It's Facebook fun. Facebook Live is like a challenge for me. Come on, Lee. <laughs> God, I can do this. But I think that, that we're all going to have to get a little more tech savvy. And I would like to flip the script a little bit and say, you know, this isn't World War II. This isn't the Great Depression because we have this opportunity. We have these resources. No, we can't come up and give each other a hug when we're sad, but we can actually communicate and we can be with in a virtual way, our friends and our family to give them support, to learn, to do a lot of things. And I saw somebody say today, we're going to have the best trained dogs in the world. (laughs) I can't wait from a judge's perspective that I can't wait for these dogs to be trained because one of, the, one of the first tenets of the dog show enter Blue Ribbon Blueprint is train your dog. Train your and, dog, people. <laughs> and you can't believe, I mean, Laura, I'm sure now that you've been judging oh. for a year. Is it a year? Uh, you know, six months, yeah. yeah. 
So you get how many dogs are not trained and how <laughs> unbelievable it is that these people come to shows without a trained dog. So and, no and excuses not, from now on. No more excuses. And <laughs> I know when I do my like handling classes and stuff like that, I actually call them handler classes because I'm training the people. Yeah. No right. Because it's not just that the dog needs to learn. It's that the people need to learn and you can make an enormous difference in the quality of your presentation by changing two or three small things about how you hold the leash, how you stand up, you know, how you make eye contact with the judge. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, each person has a thing they need to work on and it is unbelievable the amount of difference that you can make with very small things. And this is where this virtual handling or virtual classes or what have you come in really, really helpful. You take a video of you stacking your dog and moving it. This is what we're going to do with our cyber sweepstakes we're going to talk about. And you ship it to your mentor or to your instructor that you're going to pay for an evaluation of your performance. And I can tell you, every handler, every judge out there is going to be able to look at that and say, please, would you do this one thing? And it is going to make an amazing difference in you and your dog's performance. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's something that I do in my secret weapon sessions Mm -hmm. is I help people by giving them, here's what I see. I'm the judge. Here's what I see. Right. This is what I think you could do to make it better Mm -hmm. so that I see the virtues of the dogs. But I want to digress here because Dog Show Mentor, I don't know if you've noticed, about six months ago, we stopped hyphenating owner handlers because- Oh, thank God. (laughs) You know, we believe, and I'm on a mission. I really am on a mission, Laura, to get AKC to stop hyphenating owner handlers. We don't hyphenate professional handlers. Why should we hyphenate owner handlers? I never have. Let's get a little equality going here in the sport and stop hyphenating on our handlers right to AKC and say, (laughs) I don't want to be hyphenated anymore. Uh, No more hyphenation. (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) You know, I think it's really important what you were just talking about. I think people are aware of this, but maybe not as aware as they could be. Every single dog out there has strengths and weaknesses, right? And a perfect example is a client who's come to me to do private lessons who has a Rottweiler. Her Rottweiler is longer bodied than it ought to be or shorter legged, depending on how you think about it, right? (laughs) It could be both. (laughs) Yeah, it could be both. Actually, it's a little bit both. But anyway, I'm like, okay, so so here's what you're going to do. And the difference in the picture that the judge sees, the difference in the actual outline of the dog that you can make with proper, correct stacking techniques for that breed and that dog is night and day. And so the judge judges what they see. And if you show them a long-bodied, low-legged dog, that's what they're going to (laughs) see. If you show them a dog that's pulled together and a little bit on profile and a little bit, right, they may or may not see the long and low. Some judges may not see it. Breeder judges Some judges may not, some <laughs> judges may, but speaking as a professional handler, you know full well that we make our living with a little bit of sleight of hand. Oh, so. man. I used to watch Gwen DeMilta. She was the rock oh gosh, star right? of pulling a dog together. So, Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. My favorite was an Akita bitch that I showed many, many years ago. And my handling partner at the time had to take her back in for, uh, I went winter's bitch. He took her in the breed or something like that. And she was a bitch with absolutely just dripping and tight, but every single leg had to be screwed into the ground and the tail had to be glued to the back. I mean, this was like how you showed this bitch. <laughs> I finished her that day. I don't know something. And he comes out of the ring and literally drops to his knees. It's like, you are a goddess. <laughs> because she had a beautiful head. She's just dripping in tight. But to let her stand on her own was a disaster. <laughs> know what you have and know what you don't have. Emphasize what you have and de-emphasize what you don't have. Every dog has strengths and weaknesses. So we're here talking with Lee Whittier and Laura Reeves, uh, Pure Dog Talk, and I am the Dog Show Mentor and host of Dog Show Mentor. So we're here today to help some people during this time that we are all staying home and staying safe, hopefully. And we want to talk more about some survival tips. Mm -hmm. So we have been talking about giving gift certificates or buying gift certificates from our local boarding kennel or grooming person. We've talked a little bit about maybe doing a photo shoot or buying a gift certificate from our dog show photographer. And we talked about how some dog people are really proud. And I like to say, and we like to say at Dog Show Mentor, that dog show people are gritty. Gritty. There you go. That's how I term it. We're gritty. (laughs) Yep. And I just want to say here that I talked to some people at Take the Lead and they are prepared for some applications during this difficult time. So if you're one of those people who needs some help and doesn't really want to ask for it in the community at large, all the applications at Take the Lead are secure and confidential. Yeah. So if you need help during this time, apply to take the lead. You just go online, takethelead.org, and you'll find the application there. But don't go without, don't let your dogs go without. Either get creative, which we're going to help you do, or yes, you know, contact someone who can help you. Hang tight, guys. Got a little bit of information for you. We'll be right back to the podcast in a minute. All right, crew. Embark is really, really committed to providing a resource for responsible breeders and purebred dog enthusiasts. And we know these are tough times. And to help serve breeders right now, when we need it, starting in April, Embark is going to reduce its prices significantly through a series of sales and programs to help make the DNA testing even more accessible for everybody. So stop by, visit EmbarkVet.com backslash breeders, or hop onto their Embark for Breeders Facebook page and take a look at what they have on offer. As always, Embark's leading DNA test kits provide a comprehensive assessment of your dog's genetic health, genetic diversity, and physical traits. And I can tell you, I just got back the two Embark tests that I had done on my own dogs. 
and it was so cool. And I spent like half the day clicking through all the fun stuff. So stop by the Pure Dog Talk website and click the Embark logo on the homepage and take a look at what they have on offer. In the get creative part, in addition to spreading out the payments to the handlers that we were talking about as another option, look out into your community, see what the needs are, be proactive. And this goes back to what we started the conversation with. Grocery stores need shelf stocked. (laughs) Somebody's got to put those toilet paper rolls on the shelves and the sanitizer. (laughs) Um, That's a fact. In this type of economy, there are places that are in need of help where other places are not. And so that's a thing to look at. People aren't traveling. They're not boarding their dogs. They may not have money to have their dog groomed. They're at home, so they don't need their dog walked. So what can you do? Can you go to someone's home and offer to do nail trims in the yard, you know, six feet away from the person, right? I mean, there are things that still need doing that maybe are not as high dollar, but at least are some dollar. Some dollars are better than zero dollars. It's funny you should mention that in my masterclass last night, I had a member who shared a profound experience. Mm-hmm. and. I was asking people what they were doing during this time. Mm-hmm. And she said her mentor is rather old, elderly, senior. Mm-hmm. And she has a couple dogs still. And she went there and she groomed the dogs and yeah. did the nails and bathed them and all nine yards. And whether the person could afford it or not, she did it as a, a gift. Give back, right. As a gift, that's truly giving back. When you go yes. to your mentor's home and groom their dogs for them because they can't do it. Oh my gosh. And I tell you, Laura, I was just about in tears when she told the story because it was so powerful that she wanted to do that and she could afford to do it for free. And the other lady, whether she could afford to pay or not, wasn't in the story. So if you are in a position where you do have income, what can you do to help people who can't afford it right now? You know, even people who are living off of their investments, they are in crisis now with what's happened in the stock market. Oh, yeah. So what can you do for somebody who maybe has had a sudden drop in income that, I don't want to say it, maybe it's a judge, you know? Think about it. There's plenty of judges whose sole income is judging. Right. And this is another one I saw, again, a social media thing that I thought was really good. So if you have a skill and your dog friend, handler, groomer, boarding kennel person, whoever it is that's in need of something, maybe your skill is that you can do a little work around the kennel for them. Maybe you could donate your time or gift your time to, you know, let's paint the kennel building. You know, some of the stuff that they maybe couldn't do time-wise that now they have time to do, that they couldn't do without a certain skill set that you could offer. I mean, there's so much that we can do if we choose to work together and to help each other. And that is an 
conscious choice. And this is something I kind of harp on. We choose how we see the world. The world happens one way or the other. No matter what, the world's going to happen. And right now the world's happening in a bad way. And how we choose the decisions we make about how we interact with what's happening around us dramatically impact how well we get through it. That's a really good point, Laura. At Dog Show Mentor, we talk about our fave five. Who are the five people that we want to be surrounded by who are positive and forward thinking and aren't viewing negativity? Yes. That's just the start, of course. I mean, you're not just only five people, but it's sort of the Really? Concept. I'm good with five. <laughs> There needs to be more uh, weight. <laughs> I said that was a rule. <laughs> but, you know, we are a community and it starts with there and it's the pebble in the pond. So if we see things, I always encourage people, go out into the world, go to the dog show and say something nice about somebody's dog. Say something nice about how somebody presented their dog. Hey, I really liked how you did that. Hey, I learned something from you today. So that there's that aura about us that we are upbeat and positive because we make that choice and because we can be. And because yes. the, the other choice is negativity and depression and, you know, the My, drugs. And who wants you know, that? Here's, here's the thing, Lee. Laugh or cry. Those are really your two options and laughing is a lot prettier. I say we act out of either love or fear. How's that? Right. And if we act out of love, here we are. We love our community, Laura. We're yep. bringing it on. Or we could act out of fear and go, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And we could sit and ruminate and not ever have what I call massive action. Well, and that's the point. There's a lot of really smart people in this sport, in this purebred dog world. So while you're ruminating, do something. you got to move from this to that. And if you have an idea, don't be afraid that people will think it's stupid and so you don't do it, right? I think that is, you know, I'll be shunned or people will think I'm dumb or that's embarrassing or what. No, just do it. <laughs> and look at me, here I am. I'm just being embarrassed all the time. But I'm saying, <laughs> I really think that that is something that Again, flip the script, right? What are the opportunities? And if we view even something this devastating as an opportunity instead of an opposition. Yeah. Let's talk about what kind of opportunities are available. I'm just going to say that my bright idea that I threw out into the world and had batted around a little bit and this, that, or the other thing. At Pure Dog Talk, we are having a cyber sweepstakes. We're having a dog show. There you go. That's the thing. It's at about noon today. That's all going to open up. And that is what I came up with as a bright idea. Is it a bright idea or not? I don't know. All I know is that when I put it on my Facebook page, 50,000 people saw it. And it was shared almost 500 times and whatever. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe that wasn't such a stupid idea. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to go out on that limb, right? You've got to 
make that effort and you get back what you put out every time. I sincerely believe this. And I know this is the part of me that makes people just want to hit me. And I I get that. I totally get that. It's like morning people. Don't listen to me in the morning because I'm saying there's going to be people. (laughs) But I'm serious. I, I really am serious that I did this. Like I made this personal change in my life about 10 years ago. And I consciously went out of my way to find if it was a freaking flower that was pretty. That was all I concentrated on to get me through a day. And we don't need to go into my entire life history, but I'm saying that sincerely, I can tell you, if you find beauty, if you focus on positive, if you put out positive, if you think, if you make your brain work in the what's the opportunity, what's the positive, what's the upside, what's the beauty, what's the whatever, if you force yourself to do that, it comes back to you. It just does. I couldn't agree more. And Dog Show Mentor is having weekly masterclasses starting next week for free, open to everybody. Nice. Yeah. So that we can all get through this together, open up to the community. And at the end of it, we're going to have a raffle. I hope that Laura will come in with me on that raffle so that we can figure out a way to fundraise for the community. And I'll be raffling off some secret weapon sessions, which are my coaching sessions. Right. And now, Laura, just come back to this fundraising for our community. So can you explain to people where the money's going to go? You're going to charge $5 for okay. an entry. So, and- so the cyber sweepstakes, and again, this is, we is the royal we here in this instance. <laughs> we is me. I said, okay, how do we help people in the community? People are going to need help. This is just a bad space right now. And people equally have a competitive urge and they have dogs and they're home and they have lots of free time. So all of that ruminated in a stew in my brain and it turned into the cyber sweepstakes. So in about an hour or so, the cyber sweepstakes will open up. You will pay $5 on Eventbrite to enter your dog in one of 10 threads on the event on the Facebook page. And it will be open for two weeks. So you have a long time to get this done. It's a one minute video. You do just like what a judge would see. And the idea is pay your handler to get your dog bath trimmed, videoed for one minute of headshot, teeth, profile, rear view, down and back and around. That's one minute. Lee, you and I have judged plenty of dogs doing that in one minute. That's exactly right. That's what you get. One minute. It's not 2.4 minutes. It's one minute. No, it is one minute. And so pay your handler, pay your groomer to get your dog ready. Okay. So this is part of money into the sport. Then it's a sweepstakes, right? So we understand how sweepstakes works. Winners get money and (laughs) good plan, more money into the community. And I had thought of it as just a fundraiser all by myself. And about that time, True Canyon, who has been a huge supporter and sponsor of Pure Dog Talk, piped up and said, hey, this is a really, really cool idea. We want to support it. And we will match 
entries up to $10,000. Hello. That woke me up because I said, clearly, if they're willing to make that commitment, this is something that we could actually really make a difference. So, you know, we get 1,500 entries. They match that money. There's $10,000 in a fund for our community to be developed for our people to be given to people in need. There's also $10,000 to be divvied up to the winners, first through fourth in each of the groups, plus miscellaneous. There's money to junior showmanship, which has an entry. There's money to obedience in terms of drawing for a gift card, because obedience, we could only figure out a way to do it pass fail. So, I mean, there's lots of opportunities for lots of people. Some people asked if they could bring their dyed poodle and their eight-week-old puppy and their neutered veteran. I'm like, we're not turning anybody down. Right. This is not AKC. It's a fundraiser. (laughs) Fun fundraiser. And so as long as it is an AKC-recognized breed or in miscellaneous or FSS, I don't care. I need so if you get 1,500 entries, you better have some judges lined up. You said that the judges are going to be secret. Judges are secret. So the entries are open for two weeks. So entries will close at noon on, and I did this on purpose totally, April Fool's Day. And (laughs) (laughs) And so entries will close and we'll find out how many entries we get. And fortunately, I am very blessed to know lots and lots of really great dog judges who P.S. don't have anything to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, you know, if we get enough, we don't have to stop at 1,500 entries. That's just what Trigmanian's going to match. What if we get 2,000 or 3,000? You know, maybe there's some money in there. We could pay a couple judges a little. There you go. (laughs) Who knows what we can do when we put our mind to it. And if you want to support the effort and don't have a dog to show, make an entry and your dog's absent. All I need to know is the dog's breed, the dog's age, and the dog's sex. And that has to go in the post that has the video. And that's it. And every dog will go in a group. There's no breeds. There's no age classes. There's no anything. There's just sporting dogs, working dogs, miscellaneous dogs, what have you. And then we'll pick four group winners. Best in show, reserve best in show, best junior handler. There's a whole thread. Junior handlers are free. Obedience, pass, fail, input, for your performance. That's free. So lots and lots of cool stuff and lots of opportunities for money to trickle out into the community. And most of us have got $5, right? We might not have 50, but we got five. So the more people who are willing to kick in five bucks towards this and have fun, I mean, make a toilet paper ring. I don't care. This is fun, (laughs) right? Use lots of hand sanitizer. I don't care. (laughs) The more people that participate, the more is available to go out into the community, both in this fund and to the people who actually win the sweepstakes. I want to go here for a minute. We've talked about massive action. And I want to go to enjoying the pause. This came from one of my members. So I want to encourage you to really enjoy the pause. Do what Laura said. Go look at a beautiful flower. Maybe you want to beautify your yard. One of the things that one of my people said was that 
she's actually really enjoying her dogs on a totally different level. One of our Pacific Northwest community members, Dixie Ray Sick, she teaches dog fitness. And this person is a Dixie fan and she says she's doing exercises. And then she posted a link to a Pilates class online that's free for two weeks, 14-day free trial that she's doing herself. Nice. She wants to take the opportunity to get in shape. Mm -hmm. One person is taking extra special look at a coat that is pulled Mm -hmm. and how to really make it perfect with every hair, really diving into excellence. I love that diving into excellence is a great. The other one, think about this one, plant a garden. You know, maybe this is going to go on for a while. Maybe it's going to be more difficult to get your favorite vegetable. Plant a garden. Even if you plant an herb garden in pots because you live in an apartment, you can do these things. And this is a great time to do it and has benefit long-term. Absolutely. And you may want to do that for a long time. I mean, who knows? And you may start selling your own produce at your little garden stand out in the front of your home. Lemonade, people. Make lemonade out of lemon. Yep. There's so many opportunities for giving back and for creating the life that you really want. And you may find that one person has a rally in her kitchen. So she calls it kitchen rally. She uploaded the rally signs mm-hmm. and she's never done rally. She's a confirmation person and she's doing kitchen rally. Yeah. Um, be creative. You know, I've got a litter of puppies due literally, literally any minute. And we had been completely stressing out the co-owner and I about how in the heck we were going to get somebody to cover shifts because my co-owner is P.S. the county emergency manager. Yeah, exactly. And I had all these judging assignments. Well, I don't have those judging assignments anymore. So now we don't have to find anybody. I can stay home and take care of these puppies. And that's, yeah. I might be driving down to Grants Pass to see those babies. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's why then. Lots of puppy (laughs) fam on Facebook land, people. (laughs) Spinoni puppies, I mean, there really is not much cuter in the world than spinoni. Oh my gosh, I just got to prove for them. I can't wait to start judging them. They're ridiculously cute. And I'm so used to wire hairs, right? And clumbers, so like each end of the craziness spectrum of dogs. Spinoni are like the most amazing in the middle. And I can remember when my mom and I, when I was a little kid, we saw a spinoni in the book for the first time, you know, like the European book before they were approved. And we're like, oh my gosh, look, it's like you had an accident with the wire hair and a clumber. (laughs) Because we had wire hairs and clumbers and legitimately it kind of is like that. (laughs) The crux of this is that we've really got to seize the opportunity that's in front of us. Yep. And not sit around in front of our TV sets and ruminating about how bad everything is. I think getting away from the news, I know that the media people in our sport would be horrified at my saying that, but just because each person takes what's said on the news differently 
if you're affected by that in a negative way, if you take it to heart in some way that's not useful, don't do it. Just go and if you have a kennel, clean your kennel, organize your equipment, organize your email box. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, planning I'm getting to organize ready to do my, my taxes. <laughs> and I've got, I have so much stuff to do and I now have 10 whole days that I was gonna be away to do right. things that I have been wanting to do, different organization. Right. I can tell you there's a reason that my camera only faces this wall. Because <laughs> 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 the rest of my office doesn't look like that. <laughs> and this is a great, seize the opportunity, Laura. Absolutely. See it and seize it. I think those two <laughs> things, right? You have to do both of them. You have to see the opportunity and then you have to seize it. I do want to comment that some people have difficulty with uncertainty and we really need to focus on the things that we can be certain about and that's our own personal environment and we are now not able to go to shows and forget about our own environment that needs needs help and beautify aestheticize and harmonize your place and do those little home and kennel chores and call your friends a lot. Check in with people. Make sure that they yes. are well and happy. If someone's not happy, cheer them on. Not cheer them up. Cheer them on. Yeah. You know, ask them, what would they really like to get out of this time? How would they like to jettison out of this self-quarantine time and in some places real quarantine time how would they like to jettison out of that blow out of the cannon and arrive and write that down what would you like it's such a powerful experience to do that it is and i think one of the things my froggy went away i don't know if you guys could hear i have one of my happy things is my frog people that live just outside the wall of my office. And sometimes they talk to me. <laughs> it's like the peepers? voices in my head. Are they peepers? I don't know. They're little frogs and they like talk. and Like tree frogs? And, like baby yeah. tree frogs? Yep. Oh, I love cute. those. Yep. They're super cute. They make me happy. But the thing that I think we also need, I just want to say this. It was brought to my mind by something you just said, Lee. There are people who are escaping to dog shows, to work, to school. And this is a very, very scary time for those people. And I think that we need to be aware, be thoughtful, be supportive, be helpful, do what we can do to support people who are in situations that are not good, because this will exacerbate those. And that is the type of thing that if I'm going to be worried or scared about something, that's the type of thing that scares me, that worries me. So think of your friends. Think of what you can do to help them. Social distancing doesn't mean you can't drive to your friend's house and six feet away and take them somewhere to the park to walk around with them. We need to remember people that need our help and our support. That's a really good point, Laura. I just think that there's a lot out there, and a lot of it is hard stuff. And it's important to be positive and find positive, but it is also important, equally important, to have compassion and empathy 
and caring. And those are really, really, really important things to bring into anything that is this terrifying. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for saying that. Acknowledging Mm -hmm. uh, that we are all in a slightly different situation, but we all really are in the pot somehow because we're all everybody is. All right. So I'm going to make a shameless plug for Pure Dog Talk. Laura, shameless plug. Awesome. Love (laughs) you. I'll make a shameless plug for Core Values of Dog Show Mentor for those who don't know. Here they are confidentiality, excellence, community kindness, respect, and grit, because we're a gritty group. Tough. Tough mutters. Yep. Remember (laughs) to have fun with your dog, because after all, that's what it's all about. And that's what we've been talking about today with Lee Whittier and Laura Reeves. Thank you all for joining us. It was wonderful. Thanks, Lee. I appreciate the invitation tremendously. All right. Me too. Thanks, Laura. We'll see you soon. Hope to see you next week at the Dog Show Mentor open online webinar. Absolutely. You're going to hook me up with that. Yep. And I hope to see all you guys go to the Cyber Sweepstakes and submit, upload your video because you've been working with Lee. So I know that it will be a beautiful presentation. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot, Lee. Thanks for being here. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. As always, if you have any questions or input, we'd love to hear from you. The show notes and links to resources on today's topic are available at puredogtalk.com. Drop us a note in the comments or email to laura at puredogtalk.com. Remember, guys, this podcast is for you. So if you want to know something, give me a holler. We'll do a podcast for you. If you wouldn't mind, you could help me out here. Take a couple minutes to visit iTunes and give us a review. The Dog Show Superintendents Association is a proud supporter of Pure Dog Talk. Our Dog Show Superintendents are the hardworking people who make the dog show function. They are advocates for education and mentorship in the purebred dog fancy. So stop by the Supers Desk at your next show. Tell them how much you love Pure Dog Talk and give them a shout out for their support. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us on Pure Dog Talk.